Hello, everyone. This is episode 693 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for the week of Friday, November 8th, 2019. I'm your host, Mark Nez, and today I'll be talking about Cat Quest 2, Deep Space Rush, Delta Squad, Citadel Forge with Fire, Lauren Sword Winter Chronicle, and The Fisherman Fishing Planet. I don't really have any news to talk about because I am avoiding all these sites for the time being. I don't want to be spoiled on Death Stranding, which I will be unable to play at launch. Launch being today, you could be playing it right now. And by right now, I mean while I'm recording this. Of course, by the time this is up, you could be playing it. And if you are playing it, I don't know why you're listening to this. It seems like a game you want to be present in and want to focus on. Uh, all the cutscenes and all that jazz. I, I don't know much about it, but I've heard a few things, like there are a lot of cutscenes, which is to be expected with a Kojima game. But uh, I am staying very far away from any potential spoilers, because when I do get around to playing it, I want to go in as fresh as possible. I saw the initial trailer when it was announced, and that's it. I did check it out on YouTube for a second. I just put it in and then I saw something I didn't want to see and I felt very upset. I'm like, what What are these things? I didn't know these are in the game. I hate everything. So I am avoiding everything for, for now. But I, I have played a lot of games since the last episode. Again, I've dabbled in a lot of them. Some I've played more than others. The one I have enjoyed the most and Spoilers, it's the only one I've really enjoyed is Cat Quest 2. I've played it for a bit, and I've loved every second of it. I think it is a gorgeous game. I think the art style is beautiful. It has a very pop-up book kind of feel to it in terms of the perspective. It's a third-person perspective, but it's kind of a little raised and further back and it just feels like you're in a pop-up book it's very colorful it's bright and cheery you can have co-op if you want you play as a cat and a dog if you're playing by yourself you can switch between the two on the fly and it's just it's a lot of fun and it's an action rpg the rpg elements are very light in that you can find new equipment and upgrade it but when you level up, you're not upgrading skills or anything. You're not distributing still, uh, skill points or anything like that. But it's just it's a very fun, simple little game with bite-sized dungeons and stuff like that. I, I've enjoyed my time immensely with it. I haven't put a huge amount of time into it, but every minute I've put into it, I've enjoyed. I like the combat, which is pretty simple. You attack with a melee weapon or magic and you basically go in for an attack on an enemy a cone of red will appear around them as they're getting ready to attack and when it gets like it'll be a light red and then the the darker deeper red will start to come out from their body and as it gets to the edge that's when they'll perform their attack so you want to roll out of the way so that you avoid that and then you go back in for the attack and it's, it's nice because it shows you a very clear visual uh, representation of when they're going to attack so that you know and it makes it easy to avoid and it's just good, simple fun. I think it would be great to play with 
a youngin. It, it could be a little bit difficult if they don't grasp that concept. They could die a bunch, and then you just have to be around their body. You hover around the body of the downed player, and it'll bring them back to life. But I've really enjoyed my time with it. It's beautiful. It's fun. And I, I dig it. And then Deep Space Rush is a get-as-far-as-you-can type of game. You either go left or right, depending on the way things work out. It's all procedurally generated. And you're going through, I guess, a spaceship? Attacking zombies and scientists and these slug-looking things. And the way it works is that you get as far as you can. You get coins along the way, you get coins when you finish your run, depending on how well you do, how many enemies you've killed. And then you use that to upgrade your weapons, your health, uh, unlock new weapons that'll spawn in the environment. And then you can upgrade those weapons. And as you do this, you'll be able to get further. And that's really the crux of the game. You're just constantly going forward. And I really did not like it. It's my kind of game. I should like it. And I was so annoyed. I just did not enjoy the way it felt. It felt a little bit better when I realized you can double jump because there are these enemies that will blow up when they die or if they get right on you and you don't kill them, they'll blow up as well. But whenever they blew up, I was like, okay, how am I supposed to deal with this? I can't make this jump. And then I, I finally said, hey, can I double jump in this? I should be able to double jump, right? Because that's the only way I can get past these areas. And I tried it out and I'm like, yeah. I guess up until that point I never thought maybe I should just press the A button again to see if I can double jump. But uh, that made it feel better. But I still didn't enjoy playing it. Um, it looks alright, but uh, the only positive thing I can say about it is that if you are someone who really likes achievements and getting a lot of achievements real fast, you can get all the achievements in the game in less than 30 minutes. You don't even have to unlock everything and upgrade everything to do so, which was surprising, but I kept playing until I did it because I just felt compelled to do so. And after I unlocked everything and fully upgraded everything, I deleted the game from my hard drive and I will never play it again. I don't believe there are online leaderboards, so you're really just playing for yourself, and I guess if you like the game, that'll be good enough, but um, yeah, I really didn't enjoy my time with it. It's only five bucks, so if it sounds like something that might be up your alley, you can give it a shot for five bucks, and again, if you really care about achievements, well, five bucks for a quick thousand achievement points is not bad I guess and then I played Delta Squad which is a twin stick shooter but it is quite possibly I don't want to say it's the worst twin stick shooter because it's I'm sure I've probably played less competent shooters but the problem with Delta Squad that the big problem for me is that it moves at such a slow pace that it feels like you're playing the entire game in slow motion not just you but the enemies everything moves so slowly it is such a boring game that I literally almost fell asleep playing it. At one point, my eyelids got so heavy that I ended up dying because I just, I was like so bored with how slow everything was going. But throughout my entire time with it, I would get into situations where I would get a little 
sleepy-eyed. And then I would take damage. I'm like, wait, oh, what, what's happening? Where did that come from? And I find that it's it's a very easy game overall, but there are times where specifically tanks or turrets will be shooting from you off screen initially. They'll get in one shot before you can actually tell they're there. And that was the only time I ever took damage because the zombies move so slowly that you never have to worry about them. There are never too many of them that you'll be overwhelmed by them. And the enemy infantry with guns, they they tend to walk on screen for a little while before they'll actually engage with you. It's like they want to make their presence known before stopping at a fixed position to then say, hey, I'm, I'm going to shoot at you now. Or if you are in an area where they're coming out of a building, they'll come out of the building and they'll pause for a second before shooting at you. And it gives you plenty of time to take out an enemy before they even have a time to react to you. Because even if you engage with them, when they're immediately coming out of the building, they still won't start shooting at you. So it's very easy in that sense, but it, it just is so unbelievably slow that I found it so just absolutely boring. But it is another game that would be easy to get all the 1,000 achievement points in. It is another $5 game, same publisher. So if that's what you're into, go for it. But it's not fun at all to play. It is a very, very boring game. And then Citadel Forged with Fire is an open world online RPG in the same vein as Ark survival evolved or conan whatever the subtitle for that is or, or any of those types of games where you get into a server people can be on there with you as long uh, along with all the enemy ais and the creatures that fill the world you can play single player as you want if you want create your own server with its own settings so you can have it so that players get more xp from items and actions and stuff like that and I always have a weird relationship with games like these in that I really want to like them. And whether it's that they're way too janky or they're, there's something broken about them or they're missing this or that, I've never really clicked with any of them. In a way, No Man's Sky is the game in this kind of ilk that I really loved. Um... But that's not really the same. I guess now No Man's Sky has a bit more of an online presence, being able to play with people and stuff. But I've never really clicked with any of these. And Citadel is yet another game that I haven't really clicked with because I find the world to be rather empty and not that interesting. Um, it... it runs well and i haven't experienced any kind of bugs or stuff like that which is good because i remember with arc what was the biggest problem for me is that and i think this has been fixed but also playing on the x i think has helped there was horrible screen tearing in arc when i was playing it it was so bad that it would give me a headache almost immediately and so i couldn't even be bothered to play with that but i've gone back to it since then and you know, it's 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 all right. You know, there, there are more things you have to worry about. And Citadel, the thing I'll say about Citadel is that you don't have to worry about currently, in its current state, 
a lot of systems and things to to deal with like hunger and thirst and all that kind of stuff you just have your health and your your mana and you go around collecting resources you might engage with enemies level up and, and all that you know crafting and all that jazz but it just it wasn't doing all that much for me it looks fine but i didn't run into too many creatures or anything that i was like oh man this is this is cool uh, or, or see things in the distance where I'm like, oh, what is that? I wasn't compelled to keep exploring the world, essentially. Uh, I did run into some enemies that I was like, I think I can take these. I've gotten to the, the point in the game where I can just destroy boars like crazy. I want to try and take these human enemies on. And then I got up right to one. He turned around and he attacked me. I think he like threw a rock at me and it took off maybe a third of my health. I'm like, nope, uh-uh. And then I started running away. And he never stopped coming after me. I thought maybe after a point, he'd be like, I'm fine. I, I've, I've reached the edge of my cone of aggro and I will return to my home base. But no, he just kept coming after me. It was like it follows. It just it got my scent and it kept coming after me. Except it wasn't just walking. It was running, and it kept throwing rocks at me every now and again. And I tried to jump because you can't avoid them, but it didn't really work out so well. In the end, I died. Uh, and if you die, you lose everything. You, you don't lose your level or anything, but your entire inventory is gone. And what, what sucks, like, I wish in these types of games, and I don't know how it works in all of them, but I didn't get the sense that I could do it in Citadel. It wouldn't show me on the map. And when I died earlier, it didn't let me do this, but... uh. I wish in games like this, when I died, I could go back to my body, like in Souls games, and collect my resources, because I had so much stuff. And then I just got a little too cocky uh, for my own britches. Um, but yeah, I I'm not super feeling that game. And then Lauren Sword Winter Chronicle is a, an action strategy game, where an action real-time strategy game, where... You have control over the commander, and you can attack and all that. Uh, you have direct control. It's Diablo-esque. It's got that kind of um, perspective. And you call in troops to yourself. You can call in, I think, 15. Um, and then you go around attacking bases, protecting your base, and stuff like that. And it's just really, really boring. The problem with that game, in particular for me, is that... You don't get a lot of feedback when you are engaging with an enemy. With an enemy, when you're attacking them, there's visual feedback in that you attack an enemy and they will flicker red to know you've made uh, a hit. But there's no real audio feedback, and there's just there's no satisfaction when it comes to attacking. An enemy. I, I was fighting hordes of enemies, and I never felt like. I was really doing anything at all. I wasn't even sure if I was doing anything outside of the, the visual feedback, of course, but I wasn't getting like any real strong reinforcement that I was doing anything, which is a problem because in any kind of game where you are killing enemies, where you are attacking uh, enemies of any kind, it's really important to have a lot of strong kinds of feedback for that. You know, when you're playing Call of Duty, you get the, the visual tick. You get that sound. Like the, There's a lot going into it that makes it very uh, evident that you are hitting your opponent. And it's also satisfying. 
and there's nothing satisfying about the action in Lauren's sword. And, and the, the strategy elements are, are fine, but it, it definitely ramped up in difficulty pretty quickly. And it was a sharp hike in difficulty. It's like, okay, this game seems pretty manageable. And it's like, what the hell is going on? Um, and I'm not, I'm just not feeling it. Um, I think there's potential in that type of game. Um, I, I like the idea, but it just wasn't grabbing me. And then I played just a little bit of the Fisherman Fishing Planet which is a fishing game. And it seems like it's the most casual friendly fishing game that I've played. Uh, you can easily just, hey, I'm going to go to this pond or whatever, cast my reel and catch some fish. And the, the, the like, maybe it'll get harder later on. But the act of hooking a fish and then reeling it in is way easier than any game that I can think of. And not just straight fishing games, but also like, I don't know, Red Dead. Can you fish? You can fish in Red Dead, right? I think. But um, in games like that, or like Stardew Valley, I, w- I have more difficulty catching a fish than I do in Fishing Planet. Like you just, once you hook it, you just reel that sucker in. You don't really have to fight with it. I'm sure it'll change with like more bigger fish or whatever. But um, yeah, it seemed fine. But uh, that's pretty much it in terms of what I've been playing. You can look forward to a brand new episode of Attack the Backlog this coming Sunday for Lego City Undercover. I'm not overly fond of this episode, but uh, it is what it is. The best part of it, I'll say, is that I crack up when doing an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression because it's a real bad impression. And I don't know if I've already mentioned that, but uh, that happened, and it's just it's real bad. And I, I don't want you to not realize how bad it is. Because it's real bad. But, um, yeah, that will do it for this here episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, and Attack the Backlog, which are all available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Pandora. And if you'd like to check out the video version of this year's show, where you'll be able to see gameplay of all the games I've talked about, or of Attack the Backlog, which you'll have gameplay of the game that I'm talking about on that episode, uh, you can go over to youtube.com slash sausage and watch them both there. If you'd like to check out the art I make, you can go over to pxsart.com. If you see something you like, click the link, and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that away. As always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this here episode, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Bye bye the rest of your weekend. Okay.